Welcome to the Room 102 podcast. This is a podcast recorded in Champaign, Illinois for students at Franklin Steam Academy, but really it can be for any student who wants to learn middle school science during long breaks from school. We're in a long break from school right now, so let's go ahead and learn some science. Uh, we're talking this week about endo and exothermic processes and endo and exothermic reactions. Endothermic is when something gains heat. Exothermic is when something loses heat. Um, to have a good... Um, what we call a mnemonic device. You can memorize this actually because endo kind of sounds like the word in. That's when heat's going into something. Exo sounds like exit, like the heat is exiting something. Um, why do we have this? Why do we need to learn this? This seems really, really specific to take a whole week to talk about this. Well, one, this does a really good job of teaching students about what are called reference frames. Um, here's an example of a reference frame. Right now, you are moving um, I mean, you're moving in a lot of directions right now, depending on the reference frame, but let's just pick one reference frame. According to one reference frame, you are moving, you, listen to this pie, you, right there, yep, yep, nope, nope, not the person next to you, you, yeah, it's you. You're moving at 900 miles an hour. We've talked about this in class. The earth is spinning all the time. From your reference frame, though, you're not moving. So if you look at the reference frame of you, you're moving at zero miles an hour, but if you're looking at the reference frame of the earth, moving at 900 miles an hour. And it's even faster if you look at how the Earth is going around the sun. But let's not, let's not blow everybody's minds in one podcast, right? Reference frames become really important um, when we talk about certain processes because everything has to be described from a reference frame. Because science is built in observations, which we talked about in the second week of this podcast, because empirical observations are the foundation of science, then everything has to be referenced when it's observed. So we need reference frames. So endo and exothermic are a great way to give examples of reference frames. And that's why science teachers focus on them so much when they teach chemistry, because it's a really good way to talk about reference frames. So speaking of those reference frames, um, endo and exothermic processes sometimes confuse people because we oftentimes say in science and, and in chemistry in particular, that eventually everything goes to equilibrium. Everything kind of evens out, right? We talked when we did kinetic molecular theory that when you put a hot object next to a cold object, we typically don't get the example where the hot object becomes even hotter because it sucks all the heat from the cold and the cold object gets even colder because all the heat gets sucked out of it. It's typically a case where everything becomes the same temperature over time. But you have to remember that we can look at the reference frame of the system and say that everything eventually will be the same temperature. But that's not true with the individual object. If you have ice cream in your hand, if you look at the reference frame of the whole room, the whole room is basically staying the same temperature. But if you look at the reference frame of the ice cream cone, that is going to change. And so this equilibrium rule doesn't apply depending on how you change the reference frame, which is why we need the term endo and exothermic. Ice cream melting is... Uh, an endothermic process. Heat is going into the ice cream uh, and it's going to make it uh, warmer. Okay, so that is endo and exothermic processes. Um, this also helps explain other laws of thermodynamics. So if you really are like, are a true nerd and really care about science, then you might have heard of something called the second the first, second, and third law of thermodynamics. Everything we've talked about in chemistry so far, especially in kinetic molecular theory, where we talk about particles um, moving around, those particles moving faster is really what heat is. That is mostly related to the first law of thermodynamics. The first law of thermodynamics says that all energy is created or uh, it, all energy is 
Um, not really created or destroyed in any moment, but it's just kind of changing forms. By the way, these laws, you don't have to memorize these laws. So if you're listening to the podcast and you want to know um, what I'm going to be asking about in your reflection sheet or what the lab is going to be pertaining to, this is not going to have anything to do with your lab. Uh, this is just extra information. The first law of thermodynamics says that we never really create energy. Like it, Energy doesn't, doesn't just show up magically. It comes from somewhere else, and it just takes a different form. A uh, famous example is a ball being held over like a ledge. Uh, the ball has a bunch of potential energy from gravity. Gravity is pulling down the ball. That gravity pull turns into moving energy, something we call kinetic energy. That's how where kinetic molecular theory gets its name. It turns into kinetic moving energy when you let go of the ball. That energy didn't just get created in that moment. That energy was already stored in the ball gravitationally. It just changed form. Same thing is true here. When we have endo and exothermic processes, we're going to talk about chemical reactions that actually create energy out of nothing. Like it's going to look like energy just popped out of nowhere, but the energy was stored inside of the chemical. What this doesn't help, what this helps explain um, is the second and third law of thermodynamics, which talk about, so endo and exothermic stuff talks about like the second law of thermodynamics, where it turns out that um, we can never get all the energy back out of what we did, and that if something didn't have any energy at all, it would have a completely different set of characteristics than the things that we typically see in the world. Okay, that was a really, really complicated set of concepts that we just talked about. So let's talk about a really, really funny joke. A neutron walks into a grocery store and wants to buy a turkey for their family. They go up to the cashier, they have the turkey, and the neutron says, oh no, I forgot my wallet. And the cashier says, hey, neutron, for you, no charge. <laughs> get it? Do you get it? That's okay if you don't get it. All right. That's the end of the podcast. Today was a bit of a short episode. Um, let me know if you have any comments uh, by sending me a voice message or shooting me an email. Um, good luck with your lab tomorrow, and thank you for listening.